Yay! <laughs> You're there, Wendy. Yes, I'm here. All right. So, <clears throat> happy International Women's Day to you. Same to you. I, I was waiting for that. You were too slow. Um, <laughs> this, you, you finish. Oh, oh yeah. So before we start, hi everyone. Before we even introduce ourselves, Wendy, I'm trying very hard to let you finish talk and not cut you off, so everybody can hear us clearly. Because I have a tendency of cutting off when you talk. No problem. Your Wi-Fi sounds a little bit unstable. Is there like, because you're in Miami right now, is there like a storm or something? No, it's just kind of windy, but I'm I'm here at the house, so it's it's going okay. good. All right. The bill is paid. So, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, welcome to the very first episode, which is really an introduction of NPR Pod with me, Malika, and my beautiful Wendy. Hi. Yeah, I that was your you, cue. I, I don't know what um, I would do without you because you come up with all these <laughs> ideas just to make us bang. I mean, we, you know, we women rule the world and you and I are building an empire. So we have to use all the avenues possible. And I think that we love to talk and we have a lot to offer the world. And somebody out there wants to listen to us talk, right? Right. Well, you're going to drag me talking whether I like it or not. Yeah. So what I'd like to do first for the people that are going to be listening to for the very first time. Just so they know, this is an introduction episode. Every episode will be different. But, Wendy, before we talk about how we met and how we got together, just give us, like, a little mini bio of you. Like, where were you born? Where did you go to school? How did you get into the entertainment business? Just, like, tell us so people know who you are and to relate. Well, I was born in St. Elizabeth, Jamaica. And okay. um, I migrated to the U.S., with my mother and then after um you know living here I went to middle school and and high school here so I migrated in middle school so I went to middle school and high school here in in Miami been in Miami ever since we migrated went to college here graduate of Barry University and Mm -hmm. I I did my internship actually I got my major in sports management and a minor in public relations and then um, did my internship with the Miami Dolphins. And wait, 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 wait. You never told me the story of that. How did you end up? How? So that's where I'm about to go. So um, little known fact, you know, working with athletes, every athlete wants to get into entertainment. So mm. I was working with, with one particular Dolphin player and I did his charity event and we brought Trick Daddy of all people to his charity event to perform. And it was okay. so well organized and Trick had a wonderful time. And, you know, he was asking the player, like, who put this together for you? And he was like, you know, Wendy did everything. And he was like, oh, I'm about to launch back my solo career. I need her on my team. Mm. So that's how, you know, I got into the music actually was my first um, venture was working with Trick Daddy. And I did everything for him, like from you know, assistant to planning all his event, album release, A&R, project manager, marketing, 
like I dived into that situation full fledged and worked with Trick for like six years. So it was a good little run wow. with him. I didn't even know that. But so for those, just in case somebody lives under a rock or a new generation or whatever, doesn't know who Trick Daddy is. He's um, a hip hop rapper, very well known. Well, back in his days, he's well known now, but just because of love and hip hop for this new millennial generation. But um, so he isn't, wasn't he down? Wait, was Slip and Slide Records his label? He was signed to Slip and Slide Records. Everybody thought it was his label, but it was it, oh, the, rec- the label. Yeah. No, no, the label's owned by a gentleman by the name of Ted Lucas. He's the CEO oh. and owner of Slip and Slide Records. So that's 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 the next transition. So I worked with Trick for six years, and then um, you know the label offered me a position. So I became. Um, the marketing director for Slip and Slide Records, working on projects oh. such as Flyers and Rick Ross and Trina. And then um, about two years of working there, they um, gave me a raise and I became the VP of marketing. So I oversaw all the projects, Ooh. had, you know, several um, project managers under me that I oversaw. And, you know, I was at Slip and Slide for almost eight years. Dang, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. And um, so that's, that's I'm going to get to that too. So that, <laughs> was, that, that was my venture into um, hip hop, you know, through via Slip and Slide Records. So mm-hmm. one of my good, one of my good, good friends and my, um, you know, fiance, God rest his soul, um, who passed. They were doing yeah. reggae music. He was Daddy Gun. He was an artist, and he um, was a really good artist. It worked with um, Damian Marley. Traveled toward and everything with Damian. So I started, you know, helping him with his solo career. And from oh. helping him and working with him, I met a lot of other reggae artists, and you know, ventured off into reggae music and dealing with them, managing, you know, Grams Morgan, working with Morgan mm-hmm. Heritage. And that's actually how Mal and I met because we did, um, I did, you know, Gramps for second solo project and Mal um, came on board and you were doing the, the PR and everything for that. And we just hit it off so well and just stayed friends and got to know each other and became closer and closer over the years. Yeah. So we've known each other for um, about 10, 11 years now. Yeah, definitely. Oh my God. Yeah. No more than that. No. uh, Hello. Now you're making it seem like we're ancient. No, no. We'll leave it at that. Uh Let's just pretend it's that. (laughs) So that's Um, that's that's how we got. um, I got my start. So so piggy. It's not like you, but basically I was born in Canada. I was raised around the world because of my daddy. Then I ended up in New York and then I ended up doing um, the news at a radio station, a Caribbean radio station. I used to do like the the, <laughs> the traffic report and just a little news in like two minutes. You know how you're on the radio, you're like, well, there's traffic right now because it was rush hour mm-hmm. and uh, I loved it. I wanted to talk more. And then I started blogging for a Caribbean platform and it led to one thing and to the other. And I'm not going to go into details, but because I talk a lot, public relations just, and 
after all this time when I started working with Wendy and I'm a very, very huge advocate of um, supporting women in business because any facets of business, not just entertainment industry, you know, we women have to work twice as hard. If you're a little too harsh, they call you a bitch. If you're too nice, they take advantage mm -hmm. of you. So when I met Wendy, for some reason, I felt like I, I found my other half. <laughs> and um sometime i feel like if people were to ever to listen to our conversations they would be like do they like each other and it's like no i love her i don't like her but wendy is um one of the only persons where she can basically be like whatever about okay talk to me very the way she is but it's because she's so loving but the way her approach comes off some people might feel i don't know and then i'm the opposite i'm like this big mush and we just balance each other don't you think so of course and you already know that i'm we're riders so i got your back and i know a hundred percent you got my back yeah it's like um she excels in her she knows what she does where she excels and i know what i do and it just like it just makes sense we're like peanut butter and jelly basically so we started working on uh the morgan heritage project and the first freaking project that we worked together what happened wendy come on we hit it off but no, I'm talking about what is the biggest we oh, we were we working a on. A yeah, a Grammy. First project, Wendy and I. And let me just tell people out there, not only the first project we worked together, um, the project won a Grammy, but subsequently, her and I working on other projects were nominated for Grammys. Okay? Yeah. Okay. And that can't just be coincidence at a certain point. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to toot our. We've had, uh, we've had uh, one Grammy win and two nominations because Julian got nominated. Itana got nominated. Julian got nominated. Morgan Heritage got nominated again, and then they have a win also. Yep. So here's a virtual high five. Oh, and also everyone, uh, Wendy and I. It's not like we're in a studio together at the moment. She's in Miami. I'm in Jamaica, and. Um, because of the wonderful internet it feels like we're just together one next to the other all right enough about us that was over 10 minutes it felt nice though to give ourselves a little pat on the back i know because we don't really talk about ourselves we always make it about our clients and you're always like oh wendy you gotta start talking up you gotta come from behind the scenes i'm like ah oh, no mal you know we do behind the scenes but yeah but i feel like we we are the face of our company, you and I, and so it's kind of important, but yet we don't want to outshine our clients because it's all about them. So it's like this weird thing. Yeah. So um, this uh, NPR pod, basically what we're going to be doing uh, every week, we are indeed going to be speaking about a little bit what happened this week. Like for example, right now, um, the coronavirus has like all the festivals being canceled. Then we're going to talk about our clients, of course, some of the new music, new videos, who's going on tour and then other things as well. And some interviews with artists, with entrepreneurs, we, the whole gamut, we're going to talk about it without trying to bore you. And, uh, we're going to try to keep it as real and honest. This is not scripted. You know, we have an outline, so I don't get distracted because I'll go all over the place. But 
this is what we're going to be offering you guys. Um, Wendy. Yes, ma'am. What is the festival that got canceled in Miami? Oh, um, Ultra Music Festival got canceled. Is that a big festival? It's a huge festival that brings in. So Ultra Music Festival revolves around um, Miami Winter Conference Week. So it's like a whole um, mm. two weeks of music techno music, trans dance music, and they have all kinds of Whoa. conferences and everything. But the two weekends accumulate with like ultra music um, weekend, which is like a three day party concert. And it, and it brings literally about half a million people to the city. Like, oh it's my like, God. You know, I don't know if it's bigger than Super Bowl. It probably is bigger than Super Bowl, but it's huge. And you have all of these people in the city. So I guess, you know, they're concerned, which at the end of the day, I think that, you know, this this virus is something that can be contained just like anything else. And yeah. they, just have to, they just have to figure it out. They probably already have it figured out and just want a whole bunch of people to get sick and die. <laughs> but what do you think? Well, no, I agree with you. We can go into population control, but we're not going to go into that. And I know that South by Southwest um, canceled and it's the first time in 26 years that they canceled but what i'm trying to figure out right why are they canceling everything for this why they didn't do that like with the other things like each year it seems like there's something else what is it about this one um that that has everybody so freaked out and they're literally canceling everything that's what i'm saying because i've never seen them like cancel stuff because of Mm -hmm. a, a virus and then i'm looking at okay so when do they plan on, or what is the containment, you know, regimen? Because now, listen, <laughs> you got you got sports season coming up. Like, why aren't they canceling basketball games? You know, you got football well, season hear, coming up. <laughs> did you hear that the NBA told the players? I was just reading that um, not few to days shake ago, hands the and be told- careful of their interaction. No, not even that. They said some of the games might be played without um, without an audience. So basically, the games have to go on, but they're not going to have anybody come to the stadium. It's just going to be the two teams. And so LeBron James uh, commented to you know reporters that he's not going to play if the fans are not there. Oh, wow. <clears throat> it blew my mind when I read that. I was like, wait, what? I mean, I get it that they have to play because the season has to continue, but like playing and there's no, fa- I don't know. It's just all weird. Yeah. I, I just think, and not that, you know, it, it's, 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 it's interesting and I'm very open to see what the plans are because at the end of the day, this is something that the government can contain, you know? Oh, of course. For sure. Mm-hmm. I agree with that too. Um, but we're not going to keep talking about it, about it. Yes. Although I just want to tell you that I was just talking to someone maybe an hour ago and he went to Walmart and he said all the hand sanitizer was sold out at Walmart. <laughs> Listen, the people who are making those things like Lysol, hand sanitizer, oh, mask, they are making killing, a uh, killing. <laughs> they sure are. Okay, so moving on. We talked about the coronavirus. Wait, did you wash your hands before you called me? Of course. I'm out. All right, because don't forget now. Don't forget, you know, I got a baby in the house. So, oh, yeah. You know, 
Um, I, and I your mom's a nurse, and she's and in the healthcare, exactly. so I know so, grew up with all that for sure. Yes, I and you know I keep hand sanitizer. Actually, I got I got my rubbing alcohol and my Lysol. You know, because that's what that's what she said. She was like, "Girl, get some rubbing alcohol, witch hazel, Lysol, and that's it." And I got my sage <laughs> and my oh, frankincense and myrrh, girl. girl well, I think I'm immune to it because since birth, I've been I'm a you know I drink a lot, and so I think my body is immune because it's very rare that I get sick. And I really believe, I know it sounds funny, but I really believe it's because of the amount of alcohol I've drank in my life. I think that has totally like sanitized my entire body and I can't catch things easily. That's what I think. That's good. So remember when I went last month, when I went to um, Seattle with Jamiri, why did I come back sick? And and, um, everybody was like, oh my God. No, but it was because of the weather. Like literally it rained. Cause I haven't had the uh-huh. flu or anything in years, like at least four years, five years, you know? Cause I don't, I don't, I don't get, really get sick like that, but I got yeah. so sick. Like, but Seattle was horrible. It rained every single day. I don't know how people live up there. It's like the worst weather. I actually love the rain. No. I would love to live somewhere where it rains all the time. Talking about Jameer, just so everybody knows, she's speaking about Jameer Morgan. Uh, Wendy went with Jamiri. He, she's gonna, he's gonna get mad because I said Jameer. Jamiri. He took part in the Black History Month uh, Kiji Night. Is that how you pronounce it, Kiji? Kiji Night at the Seattle Art Museum. And if you go on YouTube, you can type Jameer Morgan. museum art seattle and you'll see his performance was amazing um wendy maybe on the next show we can talk a little more about it but i just wanted to put context so people are like who did she go to seattle with to do what so that's why uh wendy was it good how was it it was really good really really good and as you said that's more to come on that you know that topic and that was that was put on by who it's a, a nonprofit group in in the market, and they're actually from um, Kenya, and they oh. have a, a nonprofit that focuses on arts, education, and culture in Kenya. So they put on this event to raise funds for um, their, oh. their organization, which is based in Kenya and also based in Seattle. And they bring students from oh. Seattle as I mean from Kenya as well you know, to give them exposure. So what he's doing is really, really good. This gentleman has really built a tight organization in that market. So you know what? It would be, okay, so basically that's what, you will convince him to speak with us on NPR pod and then he can talk more about it. And then, you know, a lot of people like to be involved. So, okay. Um, So although this is an intro, um, intro episode we do want to touch on certain things that took place this week as far as with music and videos because our next podcast won't be until next sunday so um i want to talk about things that stood out and i know i'm gonna forget so wendy you're gonna bring it up i know that um there's a reggae band from hawaii called the lamb's bread that we've been working with they're an amazing family it's uh the husband and wife and they have three sons 
one is the drummer one is the keyboardist the youngest one is five he's a viral sensation you can see him you know all over social media if you type uh hawaii the lamb's bread and so they just released a video called pass me the fire it's great video great single very positive yeah this family the message that they deliver is something that they live. It's not like just lyrics for them. It's literally something they live every day. They ooze of positive and they want to fight injustice and rights for everybody. And they're a really great family. So if you're on social media, if you're on YouTube, rather just type the lamb's bread, pass me the fire. And also today being International Women's Day, reggae artist, Warrior King, yeah. Uh, released an acoustic uh, video of his super hit single "Virtuous Woman." So I can't sing. Wendy, can you sing "Virtuous Woman"? No, I can't. Definitely can't sing. <laughs> "Virtuous Woman" is by far one of my favorite records from yeah. King. I mean, I think this record kind of just solidified him. It's very few artists that really show love and appreciation for women and he's one of them like throughout his whole career he's uplifted women and just showed the appreciation for women and as a matter of fact like his whole entire team is made up of women you know yeah so that's that's amazing for a reggae artist and it's even more amazing you know for a man to understand how powerful women are and and a blessing and to make sure that he he surrounds himself with positive women who can help uplift his career to another level Mm -hmm. i am definitely um happy that you know he's an artist that we're working with yeah it's gonna be a great journey we'll talk more about him but he has an album coming out and singles and everything Uh, and then you and i wendy will definitely boldly talk another day about uh first of all artists reggae artists rasta reggae artists how you know yeah women but they keep women there that's for another subject also (laughs) jamiri morgan released the best video i've seen in a long time (laughs) cool and bad yes yes that was that that right there is a really good video and the concept that he he came with was a great concept um, for the video, which is which is it's basically a remake of the Michael Jackson bad video that you know he kind of took that um, that concept and it was an homage to to Michael. He's a huge Michael Jackson fan, so you know the whole video awesome. and concept was was um, surrounding that. So I was really happy to be a part of that for him, and I'm I'm just super excited for him on a whole, you know. To, for his solo career and for his 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 life and to see what he's come from and to see where he's going as a solo artist to build his own brand and not leverage the family name and brand but he's building himself and setting himself apart you know from a lot of these other artists so we'll get to talk to him right huh we'll get to talk to him right yeah we have to we definitely have to set up an interview with him Are you kidding me Okay, so um, again, if you're listening and maybe you just stumbled upon our pod and you're not sure, Jameer Morgan is the son of Gramps Morgan, who is a part of a reggae dynasty, Morgan Heritage, 
your grandfather was Den Denver Morgan, if you're into reggae music, or even if you're not into reggae music, actually, Morgan Heritage name does precede them. So, uh, Jamiri, as a third generation, I, standing on his own as a man and as an artist, you know, to, 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 to honor his name, but yet be his own artist is something we're talking about. I can't even imagine being easy. But I want to tell y'all that in the video, Cool and Bad, he dances. And when I saw him dancing, I legit hollered and laughed so loud. So, Cool and Bad, Jamiri Morgan, it's on YouTube. I wanted to touch on that to Jameer, the Lampress, Warrior King. Um, <clears throat> what up? Oh, Earth Pie is here too. Yes, they're on, they're, they're on tour. So that's going to... Woman. I know, I know. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm definitely going to try and get out to that show this evening. Okay. Talking about show this evening, people don't understand that Wendy... Um, well, Wendy and myself, our music taste is very all over all across every genre but wendy how was the show that you worked in a few days ago um it was an air supply it was oreo speed well, wagon. Oreos, it was really no. great it was sold out you know and I, being in this music industry i get to touch a lot of different areas of entertainment and i really love it you mm -hmm. know so um it was a great show it was sold out and the people loved it and they it still listen these guys are like probably in their 70s okay and they were up there rocking and they sounded so good like literally they sound like the cd i was so shocked for real yeah they sound good like and they were out there rocking and rolling they look good i was like okay all right okay so in case somebody doesn't know who oreo speed no real speed oreo speed wagon is they have this song okay <clears throat> You're gonna sing. Oh my Cause god. Because I can't fight this feeling anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the song. Just that, Google that, it. That, it's called I Can't Fight This Feeling. Stop. See, see what you started mouth. Stop it. Okay. Stop. Because you know neither one of us can sing. We'll leave the singing up to the artist. Seriously, but uh, oh my God, you see how classic music, when you make music that stand the test of time. And we tell artists that all the time, like you can't just put some fuckery. Anyways, not going to go into all Great of that. Um, so what do we have coming up this week? This week. What do we have coming up this week? This week we have a new artist, which we're going to um, have a conversation with them about their project, Charmaine. So she's got some really good content and music coming out. So we have a we have a call with her this week. And, and Julian, Julian, don't forget Julian has a single that he's promoting right now. Wait, Julian who? Julian Marley. Hey, Julian. Julian Marley. Oh. <laughs> For you who don't know, just in case, that's Bob Marley's son. <laughs> he was just nominated for a Grammy for his album As I Am. But wait, you know what? What we totally forgot um, that just released the past week. We forgot about footsteps. Who's a UK artist? Oh yeah, who released a video called "Real One." Now, if you're into Afrobeat slash dancehall, Google Footsteps because he's really talented. And again, yo, we are so lucky because we're gonna have some really good conversations with artists uh, that we work with and other people. Uh, like I said, entrepreneurs. We're gonna speak to Princess Booker very soon from Nine Mile um, Clothing. And she also has, uh, did you know, you do know she has a 
tour uh what is it called booking she books travels trips vacations and everything did you know that yes yes yeah, she has nine miles well, well i didn't know can book um tours through her for nine miles as a matter of fact we're gonna um we just decided to get involved in the Taste of the Island event here in Miami. She's going to give out a whole nine mile package where you get like you she outfit you out in clothing and and also um, you get a complimentary tour. But you got to find your own way to Jamaica. So that's something that's going to be oh you know what to our promotions yes. Taste of the Island isn't that the same people that last year Julian Marley did a karaoke with them that was so funny yeah, he, sure he did. did a taxi karaoke oh my god this is awesome again YouTube people Julian Marley in a taxi in Miami doing karaoke the best all right I know it doesn't seem like it but we are already almost at 30 minutes um it might seem like we were all over the place, but we're just really excited to get to speak to everyone for you to hear our voice. We have so much to talk about, you know, Wendy and I are going to get into the, the, the swing of it. Just hang out with us. Um, we're going to try not to make these too long because I'm sure after a while you're going to be like, all right, I don't want to listen right. to them bitches anymore. We're going to play music. So. <laughs> we're going to talk about everything. We're going to have, um, exactly. you know, advertisement available sponsorship alignment with with everything that we're doing um and, and eventually we'll have a you know a video aspect of it which will be done by bling blang works which is our our yes our friend who is like one of the top Woo. videographers in the business so that is bad as videographer no that. seriously videographer photographer filmmaker her name is sasha bling black work i could go on and on and on but guess what she actually reached out to me yesterday and she was like well since this is not television i'm definitely coming on to talk and i'm like you're gorgeous but whatever i get it so <laughs> we're gonna get to speak to her that's gonna be a lot of fun yes yes uh, all right then okay so okay so for today yep. we'll be back next uh, week do you want to say anything wendy Make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. Um, NPR. Uh, wait, what is your? No, 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 no. Hold on. What is your Instagram? Pers- My like, personal your name well, it's Instagram. Not, it's a business Instagram, of course. It's, it's business. Wendy M eight one six is my Instagram. It's your everything. It's everything. Instagram, Twitter, which yep. you're not really on Twitter, but yeah. Just follow us. Yeah. Well, you can just type NPR consulting and you literally Google and it's like all over. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, this is it. So thank you very much. If you listen for the whole 30 minutes, thank you. If you listen just for five minutes, it's okay because you can't hear me talking at the end since you didn't listen to the end. And, um, we will upload a new episode every Sunday. This is just our introduction. Thank you very much. Thanks, Wendy. And Wendy, as soon as I'm done, I'm calling you off the the air. Okay. Bye, everyone. Uh